Welcome back to the 10th and last chapter of Echot Matenot Anim. This chapter is going to deal with Mitzvah uh, Tzedakah, the Mitzvah Tzedakah, more generally, in general terms, and the greatness of Mitzvah Tzedakah and, and how it's, it's, a, it's a mitzvah that we should all strive to fulfill as much as we can. We must be careful with Tzedakah more than any other mitzvah because Tzedakah is something with which was characterized Avraham Avinu and his descendants. As it says in the Torah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose Avraham Avinu because, and the reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives about, about Avraham Avinu is for I know that he's going to prescribe his children and his whole household and they'll keep the ways of God and they are going to end up doing tzedakah, which really the translation of tzedakah means justice and mishpat, which means law. They're going to uphold the law and tzedakah is justice. And also, the throne of Israel, in other words, the kingdom, and that Haemet and its laws, its ordinances, they only stand on the principle of Tzedakah, as it is said about Yerushalayim, Yeshayahu says, you will be, your foundation is going to be Tzedakah, you're going to be solidified upon Tzedakah. So to Israel will not achieve redemption but for the Zechut of Tzedakah, as it is said also in Yeshayahu, Sion, which is a name for Yerushalayim, Bemishpat Tipadeh is going to, to be redeemed, Tipadeh is going to be ransomed with through Mishpat, through law, Veshaveha, and those who return to it, to, to Yerushalayim, Bitzdaka. Through tzedakah. And Rabbam says, and you should know, nobody has ever become poor by giving tzedakah. Also, nothing bad and no harm comes to a person for giving tzedakah. As it is said also in Yeshayahu, and Maaseh tzedakah, the, 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 What's created by the product of the tzedakah is going to be shalom, which means peace, but also means harmony. It also means completion, something that is not missing anything. That's shalom. And whoever has rahmanut, whoever is compassionate or loving towards others, whoever is sensitive towards others, so too the same happens on him by Akadosh Baruch Hu. As it says in the Torah, Venatan Rahamim Akadosh Baruch Hu is going to give you Rahamim and he's going to have Rahamim upon you. So in the Tosefta, they explain this as uh, this, uh, I, if I'm not misquoting it, it's the following Have this siman in your hands that the Pasuk's uh, seeming redundancy of Akadosh Baruch Hu giving you Rahamim and then being Berahem you is supposed to be read the following way. It's supposed to be read that you are going to have Rahamim and once you have Rahamim, once you have Ar Rahman towards others, then Akadosh Baruch Hu is Rahman towards you. And anyone who is cruel 
and does not have Rahmanut, Yahush Lehuso. He should be worried, he should be concerned, perhaps his Yahus, his, his pedigree, his ancestry is not is not from uh, from Israel. In other words, we have Rahmanut written into the Jewish DNA. So if you don't have Rahmanut, maybe your DNA comes from elsewhere. Because the cruelty is only found by the Goim. Azir Meyahu says about them that uh, the, the Goim are is is Akhzari and uh, and Akhzari uh, Hemma the Goim are Akhzarim they are cruel and they don't have Rahmanut in other words that's what characterizes the Goim and not Am Israel. Kol Israel vehanilvim alehem keachimhem one more thing all the Jewish people vehanilvim alehem and anyone who decides to join them in other words the Gerim keachimhem we are all brothers brethren like brethren as it is said in the Torah that we all are children to Akadash Baruch Hu, namely we all have the same so to speak quote to quote father therefore we all are brothers and if one brother does not have Rahmanut on another brother who is going to have Rahmanut on that other person and to whom should the poor of Israel, the poor Jews, lift their eyes? In other words, to whom should they recourse? Should they go to the Goim that 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 hate them, persecute them? Because they depend on others. They depend on others. And we should be those others. We should be helping our own brethren. A person who refuses to put his eyes, to lift his eyes, to look at a situation that deserves, that needs tzedakah, this is called belial. Belial is a term used in the Torah. Belial, the two words are belial, a person that's, it's like saying a no good, a, no, a good for nothing person. Belial is someone who has no toilet, someone who has no benefit someone who shouldn't exist that's belial and belial is a term that was used with respect to when it describes the people of and we studied this in 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 sefer hamada The Pasuk describes those people as Benevelial, and the person who refuses to open his hand in Tzedakah, refuses more specifically in this case to extend an interest-free loan to his brethren because the Shemitah is going to wipe that loan away and he doesn't want to loan, to lend. Then the Torah calls it, Be careful lest your heart has some belial ideas of not lending to your brother when he needs it. And also such a person is called Rasha. Um, also, in Mishle there is a Pasuk that refers to the Rahamim of the Rasha 
as being achzari, as being cruel. In other words, the rasha only has cruelty, doesn't have rahamin. Benikra hoteh, not only rasha, but also hoteh, which means someone who is who is actively, uh, it's a wrongdoer. Because it says about uh, when when uh, you with you withhold the mashkon from someone who needs it, instead of wiping that debt of the person that that cannot return it to you, it says uh, don't don't make it so that they 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 resort they actually pray to Akadosh Baruch Hu for help because then you are going to be found with hate. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Karol Shabbat Aniim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is is close to the Shabbat, to the to the claim, to the claimering of the poor. Shneimar, as it is says, Shabbat Aniim Atatishma. The Shabbat of of the poor, you are going to 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 hear. You are going to to um to listen to. This may or may not be a quote referring to a pasuk, but at least it's in Nishmat Kol Hai, which is a very ancient poem that we say in a, in a, in the Tefillah, in the Tefillah of Shabbat, Sefaradim, and uh, I think everyone says it in the Agada of Pesach. Lefichach tzarich lehizahir mitzahakatam shaharebedit keluta lahem shleimar vehayak yisak elai v'sham atik yihannun ani. Therefore, we have to be careful, the person needs to be careful not to bring the Ani to a situation where they have to go and call out to God because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has promised them that they are going to be listened to whenever that happens. As the Pasuk says, and as soon as they call me, this is talking about the Yatom, as soon as they call me, Veshamati, I'm going to listen, Ki Hanun Ani, for I am Hanun, I am giving, and they are the ones to whom I give. And I'll point out something a philosophical point, Rabbi Avraham and Arambam makes this in his book, Amaspikla of the Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chesed in this world is mostly to those that, one, deserve it, or, and, or, two, need it. Those are the two main recipients of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chesed in this world. And so too should be our approach. We should always try to do chesed with those people who deserve it, namely the tzaddikim, the Chachamim, etc., and those who need it. Those should be the recipients of our Rahmanut, of our Hesed, of our sympathy, of our uh, good kinds of feelings and of emotions. So what I'm trying to say is, it's not appropriate for a Jew, it's not a Jewish kind of approach to have Rahmanut over a Rasha. If you see that, uh, I don't know, Saddam Hussein is about to be killed, is about to be hanged, or Gaddafi is about to be killed by his own people, or Assad is losing power, or something like that, or Hitler is losing the war, you should not feel bad for them. So too, you should not feel bad for other creatures that neither deserve it nor need it, like a zebra that's being eaten by a lion. That our feelings should be directed purposely, deliberately, and in a focused way, to those that we decide should receive those feelings. And the recipients of the feelings, as we learn from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's own ways, are those who deserve it and those who need it. So a zebra being eaten by a lion does not qualify. And obviously it's not, it's not black and white, either deserves it or doesn't, and either needs it or not. 
and you need to have a little bit of both to deserve anything. הלכת ד' כל הנותן צדקה לעני בסבר פנים רעות ופניו כבושות בקרקע אפילו נתן לו אלף זהובים מבית זכותו הפסידה. If someone gives צדקה with a very, very bad face, with, with a, like you know, showing that he doesn't really want to give צדקה but he's giving because he's giving, then if his facial expression shows he's not enjoying giving צדקה, he either loses his זכות or at least decreases it. Rather, he has to give it with a smile and with happiness. And should also have sympathy, he should feel, he should share on that negative feeling that the Ani is going through. As it is said by Iov, when Iov is defending himself against the three friends that accuse him of deserving what Hashem did to him, so Iov starts describing all the good things he did, and Hachamim used this psukim towards the end of the book of Yov, Perakim Kaftet, Lamed, Lamed Aleph, when they want to show good habits, because Yov obviously, and the, the, the book shows it as good habits, good things that Yov did, and this is actually a rebuke of those three friends that were accusing him of, of being a bad person. So what does it mean not to be a bad person? One of the things Yov says he did which made him not a bad person, is Lev Nish... Uh, sorry, is Im lo bachiti likshayom ageman afshi laevyon. Have I not, Yov returns to his friends, have I not cried to, to a person who had a hard, a tough day and my, my heart melted for or was, uh, was very, was very, um, was very, uh, sorrowed, it was in sorrow because of the, uh, for an avion, someone who was poor. And also, not only should he feel his pain, but he should also try to comfort him. And Yov continues saying, do I not, am I not a person who tries to, to, to make happy, to bring happiness to the heart of a widow? If the Ani asks of you, and you don't have, happens very often. Someone comes to the Bet Knesset, you're, you finish Minha, someone comes collecting for a worthy cause, they deserve to be given, they need, and you want to give to them, and you open your wallet, and lo and behold, you just spent the last few bills that you had in there. It still is a mitzvah to provide not money, but some comfort in words, some statements of comfort. Uh, smile at the person, tell him, look, I'm really sorry about what you're going through, what you're collecting for sounds very important. I wish I had money right now to give you. I don't have. I wish you good luck. I pray that Be'ezat Hashem everything is going to work out, okay? Those words have a tremendous impact and they are a form of giving as well. It's forbidden to, 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 to scream at the Ani or, or even to, to raise your voice against him. Because Ani is someone whose confidence is very low. Being in a very low socioeconomic level also means your confidence normally is very low, very fragile. And if someone screams at you, the effect of that is magnified many times more than if, if you scream at someone whose social situation is much higher. And Tehillim says 
that Akadosh Baruch Hu is never going to to pass to let pass someone whose heart and whose spirit has been broken. And Akadosh Baruch Hu is the one who always revives and obviously wants us to try to revive the spirits of those whose spirit is very low and whose energy or motivation is very depressed. Says Rambam, and uh, uh, woe to the person that, that embarrasses the poor person. Woe to that person. Rather, he should treat him like a father treats his own son. Ben Ben Bitvarim, whether with an act of kindness or with words of kindness, as again Yov says about himself, I am like a father to the poor people. Someone who causes, who forces and causes other people to give tzedakah, for example, those people who stand in the Bet Knesset and try to make others donate for a worthy cause, those are as are even better than those who actually end up giving. And about people like are, that are that are in charge of tzedakah, and those who serve similar functions, the Pasuk in Daniel says, those that are Mazdike Harabim, which is an ambiguous word, Mazdike Harabim could be those who who make the Rabim, who who, um, who consider the Rabim to be on the right. In other words, those who give the benefit of the doubt to the public, to the public at large. Or it could also be those who make the public at large become Tzaddikim by making them do something good. Or those who make them give Tzedakah, which is of the same Shoresh, these people are comparable to stars. They are the stars that Am Israel has. So you want to be a Jewish superstar? Make other people give tzedakah. This is very famous. Harambam here sets forth eight kinds of degrees of levels that tzedakah can be given as. Each of them is superior to the other. Ma'ala gedola shelemala mimenna. The highest form of sedaka ze amahazik beyad Israel shemach is a person who supports his Jewish brethren as it is starting to need help. So I know my friend is about to lose his business. He hasn't yet, but he's about to to come into. I know his orders haven't arrived or something like that. And I know he's about, I'm expecting, I'm anticipating trouble. And I help him at that moment. And then I give him a gift or I I facilitate to him a loan, of course, interest-free. Or I make him my partner. Or I hire him as my employee. I know my friend just lost his job. I hire him. In order to support him, to strengthen him financially, so that he doesn't come to a situation where he has to ask others for help. And about this, the Torah is saying, This is the mitzvah of to support someone, in other words, before they fall. Whether it's a ger or a toshav, in a way that you permit him to live 
with you. In other words, to live on your level, not to fall down from your level to the level of poor people. As if to say, support him, hold him, so he doesn't, he doesn't fall and, and starts needing help. Second level, less, lesser than this one, someone who gives tzedakah to the poor people without knowing to whom this tzedakah is going, and the person who receives it doesn't know whom this comes from. This is an anonymous kind of tzedakah, and it's great because it takes care of two things. Number one, it takes care of your interest, your personal interest in, in being recognized for your good deed, and it also removes the potential for embarrassment of the ani that's receiving it. This is a mitzvah that's for its own sake, in other words, not for an ulterior motive. Like we had a special place in Bet HaMikdash that was called Lishkat Hashayim, uh, which was for that purpose. The tzaddikim used to, to give, contribute money to it without anyone knowing. And then the, the poor people who came from wealthy families and didn't want anyone to know that they were in need, they'd go there. It was an honor system and they'd go there and take money when they needed so, so nobody uh, embarrasses them by giving them. And something similar to this or something within the same uh, ballpark of this level of tzedakah is to give to a communal tzedakah where you are giving to the community's tzedakah and the community is then distributing it to the poor. So there is no relationship, direct line of communication between you and the person who is receiving it. However, But you only should give to the kupa of tzedakah, the communal kupa, if the person in charge of it is someone trustworthy and that is going to not take advantage of it. It's very tempting to, to be in charge of tzedakah because, first of all, it's tempting because it gives you, it glorifies you in the eyes of those who give. You are suddenly this big tzaddik. And on the other hand, it gives you tremendous power over those who are receiving from you. So it, I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen that uh, several several rabbis who are in charge of certain charities, I've seen it happen with one particular person uh, in Israel, someone whom I didn't know, but I, I, I went to see him to, to, give, to give them something. And then they, they were extremely, extremely arrogant with someone who was coming to, to take money from them. Like they, they, they suddenly, they have so much power. They feel that they are deciding who gets to eat and who doesn't get to eat. That's, it's very tempting. So it needs to be a very special person like Hananiah Ben Teradion was. The third level, the third level is when the person knows to whom he's giving, but the person who is receiving doesn't know from whom they are receiving. So also the, the degree of shame is diminished um, a, little, a little bit, but not so much because the Ani knows that 
whoever gave him this gift knows that it's coming to him. So it's embarrassing. He doesn't know whom to be embarrassed from, but he knows to be embarrassed. But more importantly, the element of self-interest is removed. And that, as we'll see, is a more important element than the shame of the Ani, which is why this is a superior level to the, the inverse situation. So our greatest sages, they used to do this. They used to go early in the morning before people woke up. The Gemara brings a few stories. And they throw the ma'ot, the money, or they'd give uh, bread, for example, to, to, the, to, the, uh, to the doorpost of the Anim before they wake up, before they find out who did this. So this is a very worthwhile approach. It's actually a very good alternative if I don't trust the person who is in charge of the tzedakah. Sorry, the, 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 fourth, the fourth category lesser than this one that the, the poor person knows from whom it's coming but the, the person who is giving doesn't know to whom he's giving so how do you do that? like the great hachamim that used to sometimes they used to put some coins of tzedakah they used to tie it to the, the ends of their capes. They used to wear these long capes back in the day. And then the Anim can walk behind them without them seeing them, knowing that they're not going to see them and take as they need. And again, this takes care of the busha element, but as we said before, the busha element, as important as it is, is not as important as not being self-interested and not wanting to take glory for tzedakah. Just, uh, I'm not making Pesach here, saying if this is Tzedakah or not. But next time you go up to the Torah, and you have a figure in mind you want to donate to the Bet Knesset, then make sure to donate that amount, not a cent less, but maybe consider when you're going up, not to say the amount that you're donating, but rather just saying Matenat Libo, and then donating later. I think that this would bring the level of your Tzedakah up at least one notch. Halakha yud alef, pachut mizeh, level number five, sheyiten la'ani beyado kodem sheyishal, to give face to face to the ani, but before this one asks for it. Halakha yud bet, the sixth level, pachut mizeh, lesser than this one, sheyiten lo karaui liten lo, ahar sheyishal, to provide to the ani face to face an amount that is sufficient and in a way that is appropriate, but after this asks for it, the Ani extends his hand and then I give him what I give him, sort of like the, the factual setup of the first Mishnah of Masechet Shabbat. Halacha Yod Dalet, Yod Gimal, sorry, Zain, the seventh level, Pachut Mizel, less than this one. Sheiten lo Pachut Mina Raui Besever Panim Yafot, to give to the Ani less than what the Ani is supposed to receive, so the Ani needs $10, I only give him 5 but I do so with a smile, with a pleasant demeanor. Chet, less than that, 
uh, the, the eighth category, the, le the least category of tzedakah is to give to the poor person face to face and with an attitude of um, of no of non-happiness of of being of being sad a negative kind of demeanor that you have to give tzedakah. And by the way, notice Haramam did not mention whether the amount is sufficient or not to the ani. It might very well be that the ani is asking for ten, and you give him ten, but um, angry and noticeably angry, and that that's the worst level of tzedakah one can do, which is still better than not doing it at all. Halachat etvav gedolei hachamim. היו נותנים פדותה לעני קודם כל תפילה ואחר כך מתפללים שנאמר אני בצדק אחזה פניך. The great sages they used to give a פדותה which is a very small coin of צדקה to, to the poor people before praying and then praying so that they come and they, they present themselves before הקדוש ברוך הוא in the עמידה with צדק with having done something of justice the just thing. הלכה ט"ז, הנותן מזונות לבניו ולבנותיו הגדולים שאינו חייב מזונותיהם. A person who maintains, sustains his older sons and daughters, in other words, older than six years old, that he's not legally obligated to maintain them. כדי ללמד על זכרים תורה ולהנהיג הבנות בדרך ישרה ולא יהיו מבוזות, in order to, uh, to make sure that, they, that the sons don't have to work for themselves, Uh, people started working much earlier back in the day. They also lived shorter lives. But rather they can focus on studying Torah. And uh, and the girls, so that they they grow up well and with dignity. So to whoever supports his own parents. This is part of the Mitzvah of Tzedakah. Not only that, it's a great Mitzvah of Tzedakah. Because as we said before, we always should give precedence to those who are closest to us, our kin. And whoever not only gives tzedakah, but also makes a point to, to have around his own table, poor people and orphans around his table, for example, by adopting someone, by having foster children. Then such a person, he can call out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to answer to him. And the person is going to also, is going to achieve some kind of pleasure from, from, uh, from this, this newly found closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As it is said, in Yeshayahu, as then you shall call to Akadosh Baruch Hu and he's going to answer. In other words, you bring him very, very close to you. Hachamim prescribed that if a person has to have someone working for him, he should give precedence to the Aniim and the Yetomim, to Jewish poor people and orphans. Rather than hire, than uh, back then it, it was servicing a servant, a It's preferable that he employs the anim and the yetomim. 
so that his own brethren, children of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, rather than a stranger, Beneham, are the ones who enjoy from his possessions. For everyone who has, who increases the number of servants that he has, daily, each day and day, he'll be having more hit and avon in the world. I, I don't know how to explain this sentence. Maybe it's his own, maybe it's the avadim, maybe it's the fact that he's supporting them. I don't know. If, however, he brings into his own household the anim and makes them part of his of his household, every moment and moment that he's sustaining them, Mosif zechutu mitzvot, is increasing zechuyot and mitzvot. Halachayot het. Leolam idhok adam atzmo vidkalkel betzal valisarech labriyot valyashlich adam atzmo lasibur. Forever, always a person should do everything in their power and and try to live in as poor conditions as one can bear in order not to depend on the public. In other words, it's not good to, to receive tzedakah if you can avoid requesting tzedakah, even if you have to eat bread and water, you should do so. prescribed, even at the expense of Shabbat, even if you have to treat Shabbat like any other day of the week, you don't have special clothes, you don't have wine, you don't have um, special you don't have meat or, or fish or anything, but that permits you not to have to resort to others' kindness, do so. Even if a person was very dignified and, and someone educated, and then he became poor, even though he belonged to the higher class, it's better than he that, that he engages in manual labor even in, in something that's very undignified, like becoming, I don't know, a a, um, a janitor or something. Not that it has a, that there's anything wrong with it, but something that's considered socially a, a level entry job, or to flip burgers in McDonald's. Rather than uh, be going around for tzedakah. It's, it's better, it's preferable, and this is in, in, uh, in the, I think it's in the Mishnah, but it might be in the Gemara. It's preferable to, to even do something as, as, uh, as undignifying as uh, taking the nevelot, the, the animals that, that die, that die by themselves, and they used to not let anything go to waste. So let's say a dog dies in the street, so you can use the leather of that dog, and there is someone that's going to do that. It's preferable to be that person that does that. Instead of coming to the community and saying, look at me, I have a PhD in this, or I'm this great, or I'm a Kohen, uh, please uh, provide for me. It's preferable to work on the most undignified job rather than, 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 than being dependent on the public. Some of the 
the greatest Chachamim, they used to engage in things as lowly as chopping wood or, or carrying beams for construction or drawing water from wells and, and being gardeners and Barzel and Pehamim and making, being blacksmiths. This was Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananiah, by the way, Rabbi Eliezer Gadol. He said to have come to him and he said, from the walls of your house and how black blackened they are, I can tell what your profession is. And they never requested help from the public. They never accepted it from them when it was offered to them. Someone who does not need tzedakah and makes pretends to need so that people give to him, such a person will not depart this world until such time as he actually ends up needing. HaKadosh Baruch is going to make it so that he's going to end up actually needing. As it is said, and the Pasuk says about such a person, cursed be the man that puts all of his trust in man. In other words, what he's doing really is he, he's saying, I have no trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want to depend on others' efforts to support myself. And that's, that's very bad. So to another extreme, someone who absolutely needs tzedakah and he will not be able to survive if he doesn't take tzedakah and he's still too proud to take tzedakah and he doesn't take and he suffers something, some irreversible harm or injury or death because of his stubbornness. This person is a murderer and he is guilty for his own killing. And all of this suffering, all it got to him is avonot. He didn't achieve any zechuyot by this suffering that he thought he was, he was uh, sacrificing for a greater, for something greater than himself. However, the middle way, whoever does need, his, it's appropriate for him to receive. He doesn't have enough. He cannot finish the month. However, he pressures himself. He really makes a big effort to, 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 to tighten his belt, so to speak, and, and to, to try to pass these dire times and, and, uh, and deprive himself in order to not become a burden upon others. There is a promise that this, such a person will never leave this world as an old man without first coming to a situation that he is now on the giving end and not on the receiving end. And it's about such a person that the Pasuk says, Blessed be the man, the one that relies, puts his reliance and trusts on Akadosh Baruch Hu, Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'Amen.